0: My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. As part of Reuters Events Automotive USA 2023, Lettertech hosted a ride and drive demonstration for attendees. As part of the ride and drive, Lettertech was showcasing its Lettervision family of solutions. Attendees were able to ride in Lettertech's SUV for a short trip around downtown Detroit and learn more about Lettervision Front and Lettervision Surround. I was thrilled to have the opportunity to experience this ride and drive with Lettertech. Afterwards, I was able to sit and talk with Pierre Olivier, Lettertech's Chief Technology Officer, Pierre helped me understand more of what I was seeing on the ride-and-drive and and helped me get my mind around the idea of something called low-level sensor fusion. By way of introduction, Pierre is recognized for his technical expertise and his decades of experience in the development of high-end products that are innovative, robust, and practical. As an electrical engineer and sought-after speaker and panelist, Pierre is often featured on the agendas of automotive technology conferences throughout North America and Europe. I'm pleased to share my interview now with Pierre during Reuters events Automotive USA 2023. Moving at the speed of mobility, this is AutoVision News Radio with Carl Anthony in Detroit, Michigan.
1: So Lettertech, uh, uh, well, actually, first of all, we've been in business for uh, quite a long time. The company was started in 2007. And today we're focusing exclusively on software for uh, perception and fusion software for ADAS and autonomous driving. Today we're uh, almost 200 employees. uh, With uh, the company was founded in Quebec City, so we still have uh, sizable engineering in in. Quebec Montreal but also we have a, a significant R&D presence in uh, Israel uh, so we're basically we're trying to take the best talent worldwide to resolve really this uh, unique problem sure
0: your banner here at the reuters event reuters automotive usa 2023 behind us it says solving critical sensing fusion and perception challenges expand on that a little bit more for us okay well actually one of
1: the uh, biggest uh, unsolved challenges still in autonomous driving is how you achieve uh, a level of performance with uh, like manageable cost so of course we've all seen the uh, the robot taxis with uh, 20 30 sensors around the vehicle uh, and these are very 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 uh, cost the costly solutions both from sensor set standpoint but also from all the computing that's required to process these different sensors so in our uh, opinion that doesn't scale to production cars so uh, certainly the biggest challenge with production cars is how you get to a price point that customer can manage uh, so, which means lesser sensors, but lesser number of sensors, but also uh, lesser performance from individual sensors and manageable computing platform. The other one is how you make this into a platform. So, you don't have to do redesign from the ground up for every single car platform, every single uh, like uh, mid series mall change, and so on. So, really, this is where our contribution is. Uh, making sure that we can deliver with limited amount
0: of engineering the specific configuration that addresses the customer uh, application. How did you see that trend Pierre? What was it in the market that led you to make that decision and go that way as a company? That's a great question
1: and actually if you go back a couple years ago uh, certainly, many of the OEMs were working on the assumption that they would be able to start from level five, level four, the robo taxi platforms, sure, and sure. scale that down to. Retail autonomy sure. uh, and that's certainly that's not that's not happening because uh, the uh, re- It's completely different uh, Way to address a problem. So what we decided was to build a platform that was designed from ground up for re- these retail autonomy the the privately owned vehicle application And that would be really optimized for that of course It can do also the higher levels of automation, but we believe it's much Uh, easier to scale up than to scale down. Sure,
0: sure, absolutely. You have a demo vehicle here as part of Reuters Automotive USA 2023. We just got back from a drive. (laughs) Let's start with the exterior of that vehicle. Tell us about some of the components and some of the sensors that are there on the exterior. Absolutely. So you've seen the, this is what we call our
1: LVS or let our vision surround. Platform. Uh, what you've seen is we have one front sector camera uh, that uh, covers uh, the for uh, of course the, the for example AEB type applications. But we also sure. have four cameras that co- cover the complete. 360 degrees around the vehicle, so two on the uh, the mirrors, and then one in the front and one in the back. And we also have four corner radars that cover also the complete vehicle. And from there, of course, our uh, first of all, our low-level fusion platform takes all the data from these different sensors, and it combines it into a unique. Uh, model so uh, and you've seen the uh, we show this as a like bird-eye representation but this is recombining both the radar data and the camera data uh, into what we call the environment environmental model and that's a that's a very important aspect because what we're doing is what we call low-level fusion so we're taking uh, the for example Every uh, radar detection, every camera pixel, and we're combining them into this model, and that's key to achieving both the performance in different, for example, harsh weather conditions. Yes. Uh, the different, of course, uh, difficult lighting, nighttime conditions. Uh, yes. And from there, then we perform the object detection, lane detection uh, on this combined model. So uh, that's a that's a very unique very novel way to achieve it and that's where we're able with limited number of sensors to demonstrate the level
0: of performance that you've seen on the road today to that point we did take a trip around downtown detroit outside of the huntington place went past some detroit landmarks like ford field and tiger stadium we were inside the vehicle in the back seat Pierre, walk us through what we were seeing on some of the screens with the different lanes and the colors there and the changing colors of the bounding boxes. Walk us through what was happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So first of all, you had the individual uh, displays from the uh, the individual cameras. Uh, and on this, what we did is we overlaid the detection. So for example, the, the, the 3D bounding boxes corresponding to the uh, different uh, dynamic objects around what we call them objects but like for example pedestrians cars and so on around the vehicle so each of them you saw a 3d bounding box with the size but also the heading uh, and the speed of these uh, these objects. So that's one of the outputs that we provide, but you also saw the lane detections where we identify the, the ego lane, so the lane we drive in as well as the lanes, uh, the other lanes on the road uh, painted in different colors, uh, sure. as well as uh, then uh, you were able to see uh, what we call closest impact vehicle. So for example, for A, B, application, this is the vehicle you'd want to uh, break if they started decelerating. So so sure. these are the types of objects that we provide to customers. So to us, the customer is typically, it can be either a tier one or an OEM, but then they would take these inputs and from there they would do the applic- specific application, which could be, for example, an ADB ADAS application, or it could be convenience application like a, a a like a lane keeping or uh, even like higher like a highway pilot type application so we sure. pro- we provide and we tailor these
0: different in, uh, outputs to the specific customer application sure, sure. Pierre I, I want to go back to something you said a second ago about low-level fusion okay. I just I want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly so when we say low-level fusion Talking about camera and radar, that's the camera and the radar communicating with each other. Am I understanding that? How would I, how would you describe? That? Okay, uh, well, let me start with what
1: the the. Classical way of doing f- uh, sensor fusion is yes, please. which each normally each sensor would have its own built-in smarts. So, for example, each radar would extract uh, object detections and would send those over, for example, the CAN bus, and then the they would be combined by some central computing. But the the issue with doing that is as each of these individual sensors computes the object data, it also of course, course if the conditions are not optimal uh, there's only so much it can do for example in dark uh, lighting the camera may not be able to pick up car with very high level of accuracy so if if you let the camera then take the decision by itself, you get very limited performance in these specific conditions. So your only way that you can address that is add more sensors and add better sensors. With the low level fusion, what we're doing is we're taking the, for example, for a camera, we're taking the image uh, data, and for radar, we're taking what we call the radar detection image, which is each individual echo, but not, we're not letting the radar de- decide what uh, if, they're, if these correspond to an object. And then we're fusing those so into a model. So taking, for example, contrast info in the camera, taking these individual uh, radar reflections, and we're merging them into a combined image. Uh, so this, uh, this image has both the, the, the 2D data, of course, on the cameras, but also the 3D data from the radar, or it could be lidar, in a higher level of automation. So that's that's what we call low-level fusion, because we're taking the low-level output from the sensors and we're combining them into uh, the this this models. So you may also have heard some people refer to this as AI fusion, sure.
0: Uh, or, or, but uh, this is same same principle. Pierre, how did your engineering team? come up with this idea of of low-level fusion creatively and and intuitively how did you think of this and then further to that how did you uh, apply it and actually make it work in in the real world i'm so fascinated oh that's a great question and certainly this was a problem
1: that or a a a way to tackle the problem that we identified very early on Um, and if you go back even a couple years ago uh, in academia there was Uh, an appreciation that this type of technology could lend to uh, lead to better performance but there was also a impression that it was very difficult to get to that level because it it requires for example of course the different sensors to be very accurately calibrated with one another so some of the things we did of course we developed and we patented some of these base algorithms but also for example the calibration and all that's needed to reapply this low-level fusion in the
0: real world and that's the biggest challenge sure in addition to automotive it's here on your banner at reuters automotive usa 2023 but you have uh, a huge dump truck a tractor so applications and in other industries agriculture mining construction mm-hmm. let's talk about letter tech outside of the automotive industry okay. yeah so certainly
1: as i was mentioning earlier our primary focus today is we the privately owned passenger car but this technology for the same reason it helps address some of the challenges of passenger car, which is how you get to performance in the harsh weather conditions. It's also this also means that it, it's really uh, Solves the challenges of some of these off-road can, uh, environments. For example, mining, uh, where you may have very lots of like dust, uh, or also right. very right. not 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 very regular and and predictable like road surface. Sure, uh, this sure. is where the low-level fusion
0: can also help really reach the,
1: uh, the the necessary level of performance.
0: Right. Going forward for Letter Tech, what is on the horizon? What uh, maybe. How should I say what goals do you have going forward maybe in 2024 and, and beyond what are some of the things you're looking at for, for the future?
1: Well a great question and certainly to us this uh, the the goal is to make this into a ubiquitous platform uh, so this means we're working with number of OEMs number of tier ones in getting these into production vehicles so that's next uh, our, our basically our next couple of years are
0: uh, like re-implementing uh, this into series production programs Pierre, last question here but always an important one something that I like to ask all my guests but for you personally what is the legacy that you would like to leave at the end of your career working in ADAS and working on these very complex but important problems what's the legacy you would like to leave
1: well legacy is really, we we're, we're trying we're trying to to help make really this transition from legacy mobility into this new world of basically Uh, addressing not only the safety challenges, but also the different uh, societal challenges, how you get, like for example, elderly people uh, to be mobile, how you get the people in cities to be more mobile, and so on. So really what, what I'd like to be able to say is we, I've contributed and we've contributed to making transportation better for, uh, and safer for everyone.
0: To learn more about low-level sensor fusion and letter tech, see the link in the show notes. AutoVision News Radio is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and more. From the Huntington Place in downtown Detroit, alongside Pierre Olivier for Reuters Events Automotive USA 2023, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.